0: Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Alejandro Ortiz, and you are listening to A Random Gamers Corner, a game focused podcast that, well, we just have a bunch of discussion about games, uh, primarily. While for the alternative side, from time to time, at least, we can talk about anime, shows, and movies as well. But as you can see from the title, today is uh, focusing on gaming. And for this particular ti- um, this particular episode, I'm talking specifically about Fire Emblem Awakening, the game that saved the franchise, and for a good reason, now that I have played it and Ella, if you're new to the po- uh new to the podcast, I hope you stick around and enjoy the content that I'm trying to put out from time to time and if you are a returning listener, uh thank you for sticking around and hello, welcome back hope you hopefully enjoy this um well, hopefully you just enjoy this episode overall as well. <laughs> So, for Fire Emblem Awakening, is the game that was sort of like, well, the revival of Fire Emblem in a weird way. Where, yes, we had games before Fire Emblem Awakening, but for some um, for some reason, things weren't looking so well to the point where Intelligent Systems, who cre- um that's the company that created the um uh, created the Fire Emblem series, you didn't know. Intelligent Systems fought... You know what? This is gonna be our last game. We may as well make it count. That this this game will will this game will be the last uh, Fire Emblem game for the series. So uh, somehow, some way, but for very good reason, of course. When this game was put out, it it made people very interested in Fire Emblem to the point where they decided, you know what? Let's continue it. Let's see where this can go. Especially, um, especially great. For the 3DS at the time, where we got some more games on for Fire Emblem, as we got Fades and Birthright, um, what's the Birthright or oh, Echoes, and and more to the point where now we can safely say that we have plenty of Fire Emblem games on the Switch as well. So that's awesome, and even better is that well, better depending on if you have the money, could also play the GBA games on if you have an nintendo switch online uh, membership so that's great too now you may be wondering was fire emblem awakenings that big of a deal it's, and that would be a good question to have especially if you've only played fire emblem 3 houses 3 hopes uh engage and anything that's like uh, that's been well i guess available on the switch i i know shadow dragon the blade of Light was available on the switch for a time uh for a certain Amount of time, but it was very limited. So many people missed out on that, which was such a stupid move on Nintendo's part, for my, in my opinion. And if you are willing to fork over some money, you're probably wondering is this the best Fire Emblem has to offer as well? I mean, it was Awakening that big of a deal as well? If you um, decide to play the GBA games, but not the Switch games, which would be very odd. But I'm here to tell you that. Fire Emblem Awakening was. Um, I could definitely see why the series was saved because of this game. Why the revival and interest in it was just so damn amazing that they thought, oh, okay, let's 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 keep doing this. Let's give it a shot. And okay, I'm not sure if you might, if I might seem like a bit weird. It's because I'm not using my I'm not using any notes. I'm just trying to go off the. This is gonna be like a bit of a structure for the future episodes. No one else whatsoever, but I'm just share. I'm just gonna speak with all the excitement and all that I can remember for each topic for right now. But anyways, back to Awakening. The game is amazing. The characters were great. I found the story very intriguing. And there's only one path, and I say it kicked ass. It kicked a lot of ass. So let's dive into it. First off, the story starts with you, the protagonist, which is Robin, who is gonna be the player avatar, player's avatar, to get into this world, uh, where you are soon found by Crom and the and his company, and we're called the Shepherds, where they help protect the kingdom, and just make sure that no bullshittery goes around with terroriza- terrorization of the towns, their kingdom overall. And just you know, fighting the good fight. But as luck may have it, as soon as you are found, wish you may um just to add, add um just to add into this, Robin, you or at least the pre preset character name, Robin is amnesic, so you cannot remember anything whatsoever. And of course, you're gonna have some people questioning if you are a good guy or a bad guy, or just a simpleton and after being found by this random company that's trying to help you you know remember your memories suddenly you got major trouble coming your way where all these monsters are now trying to terrorize the towns and soon have a war up on on your hands that's the general gist of the story just to like give you just to like say this without any spoilers so far but with that being said you are then going to be taken on a journey of well uh, just trying to see how this tactician helps a prince named Crom, guide uh, guide him into his journey of fighting a war and also trying to keep the keep his civilians safe, keep his friends safe, so on and so forth. Again, without getting any spoilers, but even with such a simple thing, it turned into be a great journey. I think it was fun storytelling, especially when there is a point where eventually you will have children units. And you're probably wondering, what the hell does that mean, children units? If you've uh, never really looked up anything about Fire Emblem Awakening beyond, well, just that it was a three D, 3D, three uh, D S game that saved uh, Fire Emblem. I'll get into that a bit. First off, I want to get into the gameplay part. It's just, as, it's just as you expect, expect with a Fire Emblem game of being turn based. Is if you don't know turn based, uh, the the turn based combat for Fire Emblem overall it's just like chess except you can move your characters around and try to f- figure out um which units will be best to kill off enemy units and which ones um can at least tank a, hel- a tank a hit so that way whenever the enemies uh do their turn of attacking then you got plenty of other enemies to i mean plenty of allies to come in and swoop on any enemies they have an advantage against it's like the usual fire emblem um system that you're If you're used to if you've played the games before and if you haven't played the firearm games yet I highly recommend you to do so you got if you have the switch perfect you are set to go to try out some of the games and trust me they are a lot of fun now the gameplay is a bit different for well the gameplay mechanics are a bit different for this game if you um, if you haven't played this one yet where the there is a pair up support system where you can have a unit pair up with... Um, well, you can have a unit pair up with another unit, where they are now by their side, but... It's sort of like... Let's say... How do I put this? Let's just say, like, they're tagging along with the... I guess the main units, but they're not... Their space won't be taking up the any map tiles whatsoever. They're gonna be, like, tagging along with them, and depending on how how supported they are uh the support bond is with those two units they could um they could do some neat tricks especially like with the higher bonds at first you may think okay what are the neat tricks and sometimes you get a little stat boost but then you also have moments where that out uh, the supported uh, units the support unit will help out by either blocking any attacks like from a sword or bow whichever they will block the attacks or they help push away the um the main unit, or um, after the main unit attacks, the support unit will also throw in uh, an extra attack. Now this could, um this is a really cool system to, for me to like just see in action and just to like get. It, I got a kick out of like just being able to like take risk with some certain units because of the fact that they are supported uh, already by their well by their support units. So I sometimes have to take. Uh, just take it by chance that hopefully somehow some way, the support, the support unit will throw in an extra attack. Especially even better is that they're not restricted from doing a critical hit, which could be great against bosses or just enemies that just need to be taken out quickly as hell before the next turn ends. And that's and another, I think another quality of life thing that help, um that this kind of support um support mechanic helps out with is building up support points between a uh, with at least more characters so you can like have more of your if you have like multiple main units that are supported by well their support unit i mean they are fused or accompanied by their support units you can gain up uh support points fast and build up the bonds really quick which is great and just well just awesome i <laughs> like it, um let me see. I'm gonna put hold on let me slow down my brain a bit Okay So why this is great for like any Fire Emblem fans just that There's always gonna be plenty of units in the Fire Emblem game like if you don't know uh, don't know There are there could be so many units for an uh, a Fire Emblem game that sometimes you feel like you some will just get left in the dust and Just be forgotten forever. So that having uh, a support unit mechanic system really helps out with having units like at least build up bonds and support before the game ends now the reason why uh some units could add support all uh so quickly in the game especially in the beginning of the game I'll get into that soon wh- when I'm mentioning now that I can talk about the paralog missions the paralog missions are a bit different from your typical ones from well from the usual firearm game because other than like well if you're used to you know some of the three houses. Uh, three house and engage paralogs sometimes you can get at sometimes you can get new units but those are sometimes rare or you're just like um, just getting like extra stories to uh, to build upon the lore for the world of whichever firearm game you're playing. In this game you, uh, when you get paralogs, these are to yes there are like little side stories here and there to like build upon to the world but mainly it's to uh, it's to recruit your children units. And now I could uh dive into that a bit. Is that when you are when you get like two when you get two units like at support rank, they're married, they're married now. And at a certain point in the game, they, they're there will be an important event that but it's not I'm not gonna try to spoil it for you, but to they won't be like the dive into the future, but your children uh the children of those supported units will now be popping up i won't explain why but they will be popping up all grown up they're they're capable of fighting now and depend and depending on who you pair up they could be very broken um units they could be very broken children units and that's what makes this game sound a bit more from the typical fire ammo game is that from the uh, the units that you support together can, well, ha- um, of course, have children units to help join them in battle. So you could be, you could be seeing um, a 25 year uh, twenty-five-year-old unit now all of a sudden being accompanied by their twenty-five-year-old uh, child, and it can create uh, create some interesting dynamics when and the, the battlefield, especially when again, uh, again, with some broken, uh, with some bro- uh, broken pairings. You can have some very strong uh children units that will just completely leave their parents in the dust when especially when they could uh, get both of their perks or more so it this game really this it did something very interesting with having new units be recruited but this time it's like the future children of your care of your beginning units which which is amazing and just add a whole lot of fun to the, to the story and to the gameplay. Unfortunately, uh, one of the downsides for me in this, in this game was that you cannot really lo- uh, do more with learning about some characters. Uh, character stories, just as in-depth as three houses units. But they still stand up on their own with ha- all the supports they can have with each other. Especially when, like, you know, the parent, I guess you could say, the parent units, like, talking to all the other parent units, and the children units talk talking, and also supporting with the other children units. And just to let you know, uh, even if you were to have the children units and support with each other, they will not, like, have, like, now the grand- grandchildren units, that-, that won't be possible. Weirdly enough, though, for Robin, our main protagonist, he could actually pair up with those children units later on, um. If you didn't like have him pair up at least with the first generation units, which could makes a very strange dynamic. I will say, like, if you try to think about it too much, it will create very weird dynamics, especially, especially with multiple playthroughs. It could get really weird when you think about it too much, or like how Robin could pair up with the daughter of so and so, but then and the next playthrough, like, now he could be the husband of that character and can have their kid now, so-and-so, which is, it will just get very, very weird if you think about it too much, and that, some people would say, like, this is where, I mean, this is the, these are the, ran, oh, some of the random firing moments where it could be, like, incest so, I mean, if you can't get, so, you can get very squicky very quickly if you think about it too much, but beyond that, you have a great gameplay of course you got very great music accompanying all the all all the all the action but the story is just amazing i can only be playing any music because i will be afraid of the day that i get copyright strike or whatever for the podcasts but to, uh, believe me just listen to the soundtrack if you don't believe me of fire of uh, fire Emblem awakening and you will see that it it's I think it hits different when you're playing the game and those songs come on, especially for. Um, I guess you could say the training missions, and for the training missions, the I'll explain it later, a bit later. But the training missions or the grinding missions, I guess, to, um, go by really fast, especially when you're listening to very great music. And now you might be wondering, like how the structure of like how the missions work and such, and the paralogs. Well, if you played Sacred Stones, then you would know that, or if you play Sacred Stones and Fire Emblem Engage, you would know that you will be on a world map, and after some several uh, story battles, you could actually start going around on this map. I mean, yeah, you can start going around the map, like, either buy things from certain stores, stuff like that, and can choose different battles. I mean, you can choose, like, either to start the next mission or start the next paralogue. Or, if you want, um, if if the chances, if the opportunity is possible, you can select a random, ba- uh, so, a random battle that pops up on the battlefield, and you say, say like, "Hey, I want to like make my units more strong." Then there you go. You got that. You got that enemy to find the, ma- uh, the map. You could, uh, then you will be taken to the battlefield, and there you go. Have your units uh, grind out their XP or experience points. If you don't know the acronym. And another thing that would, another, I guess, person of interest or whatever interest point that on the map that would show up for time to time is Anna. Anna and m- many other siblings of Anna's because, you know, they're all Anna's. They're in Fire of course. But you could go up to an Anna and try to see what new things they may be selling or my bu- or you could buy something that's on discount. That's also great, too. And I believe that's all I could say, but no, 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 no. Before I could get into spoiler territory, I got to say this. Um, My whole bottom line is for this game is that this game is amazing. This game has so much heart into it, and I, you could feel that, okay, we're going to make this game the final game game of the series because we really have no hope that this would ever be continued or be likable enough to be continued then we're gonna make this game just be a lot of fun and have some mechanics that we like be put into this game from the previous games and oh my gosh it's such a great game i i um despite the Fire emblem games i played so far like three houses and engage and engage i was like just i (sighs) think some people were no, I don't give a shit what people will say. Like, saying, well, Engage wasn't that great. Like I thought it was fun, but Awakening was great by itself, and it aged very greatly. Like It's still very fun to play. Of course it is. It, of course. And if you have a 3DS somehow, or it can emulate 3DS games, then I highly recommend you to play this game. It's so fun. Um, Robin definitely is one of the best protagonists and Fire Emblem series as a whole, uh, I can see why like people um, love this player avatar out of many others. He is great. He he shows a personality beyond um, what character, whatever character choices a uh, player will want their player avatar to make. But the thing is, he is the one that gets to make the decisions in the story. Like he's integral to the story overall in a good way. And is used smartly in the story as well. And I enjoy that. And that's what makes Robin such a great main uh, main character in this game. And just, the, again, the mechanics were so damn fun in this game. The maps were very fun. They, they differentiate from each other very well. And I would recommend anyone, again, recommend any of you all to check it out. It's such a fun game definitely a freaking 9, 10 out of 10 honestly, because it's so damn well made, like there's I honestly cannot find anything wrong with this game, it, it's just so amazing, and w- when I, I cannot recommend it enough that to say it enough to say it, like, just check it out, if you f- if you find a way, check it out add it to that, I mean I wait for the day that the Switch, I mean the 3DS or DS games could be added to the Switch at this point and yeah, let's hope this age um amazingly where we do get that kind of thing happening. But okay folks, I'm gonna be getting to just a small, small, small spoiler talk about the game. And so if you already made to the end of this episode, I just wanna say thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully you feel inclined to check out Prime Awakening. So with that being said, good night. A good day, have a good weekend, or whatever, and be safe, gamers. Peace out. Now, for the spoiler section, and I just want to say that Robin turning out to be like the child of Valabar, I think I got his name right was a crazy ass t- uh, twist, even though it was just like, oh, yeah, he, he, um, oh, yeah, that's my son right there, or that's my daughter right there. Depending on which Robin you show, was like, yeah, that's my that's my kid. Like, look at them; they're gonna be doing some great shit. But from hopefully my, from my side, I'm gonna try to tr- uh, treat to, uh, try to turn them over to my side. And like, don't you know that you're my child? You should be doing this shit. This is so crazy, and I was just thinking, like, what? What's going on here? My head is spinning. It was, it was just crazy, and for Robin to be the catalyst, or I think that's the right word, the catalyst of. Everything going to shit. I felt like, oh shit, we're gonna have like an interesting dynamic here. Of like, okay, we could we could defy this terrible future, but Robin, uh, oh, which is us, is the main problem that will make everything go to shit. So, <laughs> it just I just felt like, damn, this gets this could get things intense, and that's what makes. The bond between Robin and Crom, uh, so amazing and pretty cool as a camaraderie, camaraderie, or uh, um, partnership. No, oh yeah, partnership too. But what I meant to say, like, amazing as a couple. If they are trying to hold true that, hey, I mean, we're they're trying to stick to, hey, you know, we'll find a way to fight destiny. We we don't think uh, Robin will be the one to. And this is, and humanity and such, or bring about the dark future, and but it's crazy is that when Lucina, Crom's daughter, comes in and Ash is like, oh, well, I gotta kill Robin because he's the one that's gonna bring the dark future, so again, just creates a very interesting dynamic. It was a bit lackluster that the choice to sacrifice Robin or not was a bit wasted, yeah. But it makes sense for the story because, like, oh, come on. like They're really going to kill us off unless maybe for a couple of months we, we are just not on the map and the uh, other units got to live without us. That would be pretty interesting. But it didn't go down that route. But still, very, um, I found it great overall how the story was done and just just shows, like, how... I, I think this sto- the inter- interesting parts about the story it just... Shows, like, how how Fire, why Fire Emblem fans um love the story and believe the story should be important in a Fire Emblem game. Just let the game play. Well, and that's why, like, I know I remember making a joke about how maybe Fire Emblem Gage was awakening two point, um no, awakening uh light. I thought it was a bit of a joking way. Like, I thought like I would be a bit off. But after playing Awakening, I was just thinking, okay, you know what? Fire Emblem Gage is Awakening Light, and I do still mean that in an in an affectionate way. I still do love Fire Emblem Gage, but um, besides Engage, I love Awakening, uh, and I could definitely see why it's again. I see why it saved the series, and it deserves all the praise that it ever got in the past and still do today. It should still receive that praise, and honestly, if I were to have to do like a if i were to do the, like a um game of the year kind of thing i know that would be my top contender right there easily easily a top contender but i know that i got to make my sh- make sure that i have my 2023 game of the year list whatever um uh, be a 2023 game but still like this game was so damn good it was so amazing like it it made my it, it made my year well it made a lot of things made my year but like at least gaming wise it made my it made my year like i have like plenty of fun games but this i'm glad like another fun game like this um i had the chance to play and i'm very thankful for it so yeah that's all i gotta say for the spoiler talk it's again i did say it was very short but you know but hey listen to the spoiler talk and i don't know if you enjoyed this episode please let me know or something but okay people I uh, once again now for like people stuck around for the spoilers I hope you have a good week slash weekend and thank you for sticking around to listen to the episode thank you for listening peace game on gamers